All right, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Game Wild. We're trying something a little different uh, this week. We are recording on Friday nights now, so I'm hoping that the Rough House deals stay uh, legit. We'll figure that out if that's not the case, but I'm finding deals on Fridays, and we release on Mondays, and sometimes some deals don't cross over after sunday so we're hoping that that'll work but outside of that that's uh the only really big change we have going on right now outside of jay doza's new name that we announced last week um but it's still pretty fresh and still pretty new so we want to make that announcement as well and please don't forget as per usual give us a five-star review like us subscribe do all those fun things. Ring the bell if you're on YouTube so that we can make this podcast better. Joe, you seem, so, you seem to be very mellow today. Very chillaxed. Well, relaxed. Wait, we're, we're doing it on a Friday night. It's about 7.40 p.m. when we're recording. Maybe so, yeah, it's a little... Yeah. Just a different different atmosphere right now. A long day. long day. Usually we're doing these on Saturdays or Sunday where I have a day... Like, my day isn't work-related. There's not much work-related yeah. stuff happening. So... You know, you work like an eight to ten hour day, and then you get maybe a couple hours to, you know, rest before doing the podcast. I haven't even finished Falcon and the Winter Soldier yet. The episode that Ooh, dropped. Oh, I just started Friday. watching that. So good. Oh, and so WandaVision I finally watched is really good. Well, that's that was like that. That's weeks ago. Yeah, well, now I was we're a little the, behind. Well, Joe, all right. <laughs> so, anyways, let's get right into the to the question of the week here. So what's your favorite looter type game? So this is an interesting question really because what truly like defines looter type games? So like, is it just like I can collect as much as I can? Because in that case, it's like, is Borderlands a looter type game? I would say so, right? Because you're like trying to collect these cool guns, stuff like that. Diablo, like, is Diablo a looter-type game? Because yeah. you, you mm-hmm. go through all the dungeons and stuff like that. Yeah, any, um, anything where there's, like, levels of weapons and you're always trying to get the more powerful item or weapon. I mean, that could be anything, though. I mean, MMOs have that big deal. Yeah, but you know, where like, you have to grind though. to do it, right? Not just, like, buy. You have to grind and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, well, no, no, no. MMO. So an sure. MMO, an MMO would count. So, like, WoW. WoW would technically count as a, as a looter. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it, it, it's tough when I think about it. Like... If we're going to talk about, like, OG looter type game, then it obviously has to be Diablo. Um, just because that was, like, my fir- my like my like probably my first real, like, looter game, if you think about it. So, at least mine. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, yeah, I would probably go Diablo. I'd probably go Diablo, and I guess we'd encompass the whole series. I know? am going to have to agree with you. Diablo. And yeah. more so, too, and we're going to little bit of a spoiler for later we're going to talk about one of the news articles i found but more so because diablo to me like started it all diablo Mm. was what even made it a genre diablo was the first looter diablo gave us gray green blue purple gold right like they and now now those colors are are synonymous across the entire industry for anybody who does any sort of looter item crap right so yeah um diablo yeah 100 so i i we're Mm -hmm. so on the same page and like me and you played diablo before that is one of the most fun looters i think 
to play mm-hmm. with other people, which is why I was we were trying to play Outriders tonight, but I can't get my freaking capture card to work properly. Yeah, just for those who uh, want to like bash the fact that we play it on a system, it's the fact that we get it for free through Game Pass is why we would play it on that. If not, I looked. we would probably be playing it on PC. Um, but unfortunately, it doesn't look like they allow it on the PC side of things. It's just on the Xbox side. So, I you know, looked. is what it is, is what it is. But yeah, Diablo is there. But hey, guys, I know you're excited. What are you excited for? The return oh, of yeah. gaming. It's time. Oh. We didn't have one last week, and we were off the week before. So we have taken a two-week hiatus on gaming. And this week, we're going to try something from Sweden called um, Estrella's uh, Grill Chips. Now, it's really weird because it it's like grilled onions. So the, onions? the yeah. So basically, the if you look at the package, there's a grilled onion. There's grilled onions on there. I don't know if you noticed that. Okay. No. no well, now I now that you're saying it, I. I assumed those were potatoes. Yeah, so um, perfect for every cookout, they say. These crispy, rigid potato chips are flavored with salt and onion powder and are made from our finest potatoes of Sweden. Wherever those are. So, yeah, let's just try to get it. Let's just try to get right into it and see what these are. You ready? Um, yeah, wow. I, I, okay, I didn't, I wasn't expecting onions, <laughs> but. I'm still hungry and I'm still excited to eat this, so we're, we're good. We're good. They, they smell. They don't have a very power. Yeah, they don't have a lot of powerful. Yeah. Ready? All right. Yep. Let's go. Go for it. Wow. That's an onion. Interesting. But not overpowering. No. Have you ever had an onion chip before, Joe? Sour cream and onion. No, I mean like a chip made out of onions. No. Is that that's what I'm? Do you, do we think? Is this just These like? Are, no, they're made from potatoes, dude. It says that they're made from potatoes and it's onion powder. Oh. And salt. Wow, that just totally ruined it. I totally thought the reason why you brought up onions was like they legit fried onions and and then yeah, god damn it, I'm stupid. I mean, I had fried onions before, but. Yeah, like, but like, like as a chip. I'm if you're saying this was an onion no. that was cut and then fried it. Hey, man. No. I'm just saying. Hey, the next time we actually do a cookout, I'll make them. See what happens. What, fried onion? Mm-hmm. Isn't, that, isn't, a fried, isn't a fried onion just an onion ring? <laughs> well, if I don't bread it. Oh, my God. All right. So, I like these. I, I, I will yeah. say, I think... If you like onions, you'll love these chips. I, well, I actually, I like onions, and I actually think the taste should be a little bit stronger, like to be chip. honest. Uh, no, I think it's just great. It's a subtle taste. You get the onion, it's not overpowering. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It, it's close for me. I mean, I like ta- I like chips that have like a very solid taste to them. But overall, like crunchy wise, it's a solid taste. Crunchy wise, it's got good crunch to it. I like the ru- the ruffles in it. Like, it's mm-hmm. they're they're pretty um they're they're like uh, what's the word? They're like pr- they're far apart, and they have like a good feel to them too. And 
Solid ridges. Honestly, the bag, you know what? Not for nothing, but Lay's in America. Yo, Lay's, if you ever listen to this podcast, I'm sick and tired of opening bags of chips that are 75% air. Okay? Stop it. Just stop it. Now, there was definitely, there was air in this, but we're talking like 40% air versus like 75% air. Uh, <laughs> which I can appreciate. So, um, figured it's worth noting. I'm going to, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. I tend to agree. I think the only reason it wouldn't go to a 9 is because it is kind of greasy. And when you're playing a game, once again, take that into account. Mm-hmm. But I think you're going to have that with any chip. Any chip's going to have that, so. No, I think this would be good for gaming. It's one of those It's one of those greasy where you can, like, you get it on your fingers, you just kind of, like, wipe it off on your pants real quick and it comes off. Yeah, you know? right. Because who needs napkins, right? Yeah. And, you know, the more and more I think about this stuff, it's like the, the evolution of gaming has changed so much that, like, it's probably harder to snack and play games these days because so <laughs> yeah. many people, well, not because so many people are playing multiplayer, they're playing, like, live games, not, not, not like what it used to be like where watch a cutscene and mm-hmm. take a chip. I mean, you can still do that, obviously, but not as much as... Well, if it's a, <laughs> if it's a PlayStation game, right, isn't that the meme? You just you, you play you play a scene and then you just grab uh, the popcorn and you're good to go. Uh, exactly. It's like that's it. So yeah, I would agree with you. I think it's a solid eight out of ten. Uh, if you Google Estella grilled chips, I'm sure you can find them. We've got them in a snack box, but definitely yeah. worth it. Shout out to Snack Onions because like otherwise, there's no way in hell we're trying stuff from Africa and Sweden. So right. kind of like Joe, we're we're cultured now. We are. We're cultured. We're sophisticated now. Yeah, because we've had Sweden onion chips. Chips, right, exactly. <laughs> it's, just... it's something that makes us sound smarter when we go and talk to people and be like, what did you do lately? Well, you know, I had some very interesting food from Sweden. Oh, you went to Sweden? We're in Cope? No, no. <laughs> I, get a, I get the snack <laughs> And I, when, and I talk about it on my podcast. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to tell you anymore because I need more views yeah. and listens on my podcast. So if you'd like to know about these, these chips that I ate from Sweden, which is the only information you're getting now, please no, download the this link. podcast link. link. Here is my business card. Scan this QR code. You will be brought right to Apple Podcasts. Don't scan the old person's uh, the old person's logo. That doesn't work anymore. <laughs> scan the person who who was who made a proper name and logo to begin with. Oh, thanks, 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 man. Thank. Listen, you were right. Okay. Listen, all of our business cards are pretty much outdated now because it's got yeah. your logo on it, your old logo. So, still hanging up in the coffee shop though. You could still. You can still search that, though. I know. Cool, it's so. fine, though. I know. It's a joke. Yeah, it's kind of a pain in the butt, though, because I have a box of those. <clears throat> I, I know. We spent some good money on those. Well, Anyways, guys, that's a, it, in the um, the insider stuff. So let's talk about things breaking records. It looks like the PlayStation 5 has topped and broke U.S. sales records, and Call of Duty is also the top telling me oh i'm so. sorry wait <clears throat> hold on joe what <clears throat> what system was that that broke all the, well, the, play, the playstation 5 did oh 
Oh, thanks. Sorry, I didn't hear you. You're welcome. Room. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it's fine. Listen, more people can buy the PlayStation Five. No big deal. It's well, fine. This is what they're just missing. They're just missing out. They're gonna have to pay seventy dollars this week to to buy the to play the show. <laughs> I don't know. Do I want MLB the show? Uh, I got it. Pay seventy bucks on the PlayStation Five. You know how much I'm gonna pay for it? Zero because I have the Game Pass and I have a Series X. So I will be playing it on next gen. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Hear me out. Alright, I'm hearing. I'm listening. I will listening. say <laughs> sorry, I couldn't really talk because I was really hungry and those chips were really good. So <laughs> I will say, now that I've loaded up Game Pass for the first time in a while, mind you, for Outriders, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because the second like I could have bought it for PC, but I'm like, you know what? It's free on Game Pass. It's a dollar for the first month, by the way, FYI. Uh mm-hmm. and if you get ultimate, it's like fifteen dollars a month and you get gold. So, mm-hmm. I got Ultimate. That way I saved money because I would have had an Xbox Live subscription. Anyways, and then I went to go load up Game Pass. And first off, I will say, it was really difficult to find Outriders. Like, they need to make that shit easier. I don't know why they were trying mm-hmm. to, like, bury it under a bunch of stuff. But anyways, there is a lo- Like, as I was scrolling through that list, I was like, There's Halo? Gear? They do have a, they have a search feature, too. I did, but it like didn't come up. Oh, well, that was sorry. That was actually when I went on PC, because um, it's not on PC. That was one thing I actually texted Joe. I'm gonna be really pissed off if they keep doing that with games where for some reason they're only available on one platform on Game Pass. It's freaking Microsoft, and you're telling me you didn't get it for PC? What kind of dumbass decision was that? Who said no? We need to make money somewhere on this game, so we're not going to give it away for free on this platform. Like to, to me, that's well, it's a Square Enix game, so you got to blame Square Enix because Square Enix is the one who gives the rights out for it to be on Game Pass. Yeah, but Microsoft has to pay upfront money to Sony to have it in the in the Game Pass for free, so they should just ask. You know, they have to pay Squ- Square Enix. You mean? That, sorry, yeah, that's what I mean. So, but like, Square Enix might they may have, and Square Enix said no, we want to. Um, we we want we're we're more willing to do it on the Xbox and see what goes down on the PC. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, we don't know the deals. inner workings of the deals. No, but you know? I imagine it, it was a business related decision. They needed to make money. I get it. They're probably taking a loss on a lot of different games. There's probably like the idea of a loss leader is something that has always really interested me in business. And mm-hmm. I imagine with Microsoft with Game Pass, there are. 10 to 20 games that are available on game pass that are strictly lost leaders that if that microsoft doesn't own now granted like 343 is owned by microsoft halo you know obviously you don't need to pay anybody really to have that for free on the store but mm-hmm. the games that are not owned by microsoft they probably pay way too much money to have them available in the store just so that people sign up for game pass and that's where they make their money back they, they don't make money ha- having those games accessible they make money by what those games being accessible do for the platform. And mm-hmm. so back to my original point. Yes, I uh, Game Pass is amazing. Game Pass is, when I loaded up that store, I was like, holy shit, I want to queue up, like, all these games. Like, and there's so many games on there that I wanted to play, which actually I kind of want to pull it up now. And, um, well, like, you know, there. the other thing about Game Pass, too, is, like, okay, you get, um... You get bundles, you get stuff like perks. There's tons of perks for games like uh, World of Warships, Smite, Rogue Company, Gems of War, Sea of Thieves, Path of Exile, Apex Legends, Spellbreak, and Fantasy Star Online 2. 
Uh, Fantasy they have Star Perks Online, I wanted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Fantasy Star Online too. You get April Member Pack, Tri Boost Experience Coins, and more. Claimed by May fifth or May fourth, excuse me. So like, there's like tons of stuff on here. Um. So even okay, listen, I'm not gonna lie. Like, even navigating this right now, I'm trying to just get to the damn game library from the Microsoft Store on my computer, and it's so freaking difficult. All right, there we go. I made it. I made it. It's just, I don't know. It's the little <laughs> things, right? But here's, when I queued it, Age of Empires 1, 2, and 3, all definitive edition, free. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's, you know, Microsoft owned, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that was something that stuck out to me. Um, Among Us, I guess, is, is free, so that, that is what it is. Crusader Kings mm-hmm. is another game I liked. Ark Survival, or uh, Survival Evolved Monster Train. Would have been nice to know that ahead of time, but, you know. Um... And here's the thing, too. Game Pass now... Actually, we were just talking about this Epic competing with Steam. Game Pass is probably going to start basically just competing directly with Epic and Steam. Well, I'm actually shocked uh, that that was on there. I didn't know that because I don't look at this enough. I don't look at this enough. Yep, so we got... Uh, But I can't believe that Monster Train's on there. uh, Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire is on here. Halo Wars, which actually I wanted to check that game out, so that's a good one. Uh, what else? These, uh, geez, okay, never mind. Oh, Disgaea 4, which is a really good game. Uh, Gears Tactics. Uh, they have all the Gears games in general on, like, you know, uh, regular Xbox. And that's the thing, though, right? Like, if I'm looking, I'm looking at this list right now, and it's it's strictly, like, PC games. It's, I don't know. I think <laughs> they really need to get it to a point where they're just on both, no matter what. Uh, but I'm well, sure some of them aren't made for both, too. You got it, like... Like for example, um, wow, yeah, Forza. Some of them, Forza, sorry. yeah, Forza. Like Forza is. I mean, again, that's always been that's always been uh, a Microsoft exclusive. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely give them credit. Like this is this is a step in the right direction for the quality of games they have and the amount of AAA titles that they have. But unfortunately, this comes at a time. Like if this came during the era of the 360. I think we'd be in a much better spot. Microsoft would be. It's not. It's coming now where Sony has way more games that are way better. I mean, unless mm-hmm. Halo comes out and, like, blows everything up and does incredible, which I really want it to do because I love Halo, I, they have, like, nothing going for them. There's really mm-hmm. no insanely good game. So back to PlayStation, which Joe so vehemently told us, is the number one selling console. It's not even just the number one selling console, ladies and gentlemen. It's the number one selling console ever. 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 Best selling game console ever. PlayStation 5. This, uh, just to put it in perspective, going over spending trends, including accessories, content, hardware, the month of March saw a record of 5.6 billion across the board which is an 18 percent increase from the year before um and there's this cool little graphic here too i want to see if i can actually actually look at this for a second um yeah content hardware accessories is all through the roof compared to last year plus 18 percent uh 2021 year to date versus 2020 year to date up until now plus 30 percent versus all their sales from last so they're killing it and then obviously i know when we talked about xbox and playstation when they were first coming out mm-hmm. um i think it was predicted that playstation was going to outsell xbox two to one and i think that that trend is kind of holding true here mm-hmm. 
with everything that we're seeing. But and I mean, most of this is COVID, right, Joe? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Even the the call I got off of earlier, I told you, Battlefy. I was talking to this guy at Battlefy, and even he was mentioning the same thing because he's that's obviously the gaming industry. He's like, yeah, nobody knew what to do with themselves during COVID, so everybody picked up gaming. That's and, it. Uh, the people that weren't initially gamers are now gamers, and apparently. Most of them decided to go ahead and buy a PlayStation 5. Yeah. So. so there you go. Addition. So there you go, Sony. You can be you can be the top of the game, but you can uh, win win the battles. Yeah, oh, I'm sure well. you'll have some other argument in the future when something from Microsoft comes out. You'll be like, this is it. This is it. This is where Microsoft takes the cake. Game Pass might do it. If they They're already freaking, doing it. If they, listen, if they can... Steal Listen, more games from Sony. What is more of a baller move than I... being like, guess what? A a game that you guys are part a part publisher of. That was pretty. We are gonna pretty, have on them. Yeah. That is a BD move. In that there. that was a that yeah that was a that was a some some dude in their some department somewhere is business savvy as all hell. Was right. like, yo, Listen. I read this contract, everybody. They're effed. <laughs> and then they went and acted We got on this, it. everybody. <laughs> so that was so, – um, somebody got paid big bucks to sit there and read a contract for five days, I guarantee. Right? <laughs> so, you know, on top of PlayStation 5 being uh, the top-selling console of all time, they also had an update. And this update adds additional uh, 120 hertz support and HDR options. Um, for the system, which is nice if you play on a monitor or a TV that supports 120 hertz. Um, and depending on your monitor slash TV, if HDR, if it if they do have a function for HDR, mm-hmm. um, it's better. So not every game supports HDR. Well, that, that does happen. Um, it looks like that you can toggle off video to non-HDR games and uh, HDR is a high dynamic range, that's what it stands for, uh, imaging. And it's a technique used in creating a greater range of luminosity in digital entertainment. I thought you, I thought you said Illuminati for some reason. I don't know, I don't know why that is what I heard in no. my head. <laughs> it's becoming a standard in modern technology, but not every game or application has that imaging technique in mind. Instead of going through the settings to disable HDR, now PlayStation 5 users can just automatically have the HDR functionality turned off when viewing something that doesn't support this tech. This is a big deal because most people actually had to shut off their HDR settings in the PlayStation 5 to do most of the stuff that they wanted to do to start. So um, they're listening, which is good. So they're doing these updates to fix those problems. Um, And for gamers utilizing a PC monitor that supports 120 hertz and runs at 1080, uh, the update allows that level of support now. Uh, So this update to the refresh rate will be made even better when Sony eventually adds varying refresh rate support in the future. So... I actually, so I, I copied that link, but they actually missed a couple things in that article. Because um, mm-hmm. the reason I I had grabbed that was because I had read something else on Twitter. And yeah. um, and there's actually one really huge thing that I wanted to talk about. But first, let me, I'll go over some of the other smaller things. Um, the, the PlayStation app is just getting a little bit more functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to allow users to join a multiplayer session on PS5, manage your console storage, etc., like tr- trophy management, all that good stuff. Um, pre-download for game updates is also mm-hmm. a part of the new update as well, um, which is enabled by developers. 
So mm -hmm. they can pre that way game up. So you're not like everybody remember yeah, owning basically. a PS3. Every time you turn it on, you have to wait an hour to play it because it would update. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. This now this now you don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. Um, so also the, the UI, a little bit better. Uh, there was a, a request to join, which is going to appear mm. on PS5 and PS4 uh, when, when gameplay opportunities to play together appear. But it's going to appear as a shortcut to jump into games. Um, you know, with you can actually... So you know that whole, like, you can have somebody play your game on your system remotely that they set up? Yep. As a, mm -hmm. as a new thing. So you can do that in between PS5 and PS4 now. Now, the big thing, and Joe, you, you'll definitely appreciate this too. The hard drive. Mm. The hard drive. So, USB games. So you, a couple things here. The biggest thing is that now the PlayStation supports external hard drives. Mm -hmm. Now, before I get into the rest of this, I do want to give a little bit of shit to Sony here um and just gaming in general right now why the christ can we not make something in gaming that just works on day one why is nothing a finished product literally nothing is a finished product now because they want to get things out sooner rather than later oh i know why <laughs> money well there you go but you read your answer and that'll never change but, like, you can still make more money having, like, personally, this, maybe this is just me, and I'm sure some people feel like this. I'm sure most people probably don't give a shit. But I feel like reputation-wise, if you can set yourself apart mm -hmm. as somebody that doesn't release Cyberpunk every time you release a game or doesn't Coach. release a system that, you know, half of it doesn't work when you release it, if you can solidify your reputation as, like, when we release a product, it doesn't – everything – works we're gonna release another like you know expansion and it'll do more stuff and cooler stuff but like everything that's on the original disc or on the original system works because the, for those of you who don't know there's an m2 drive an expansion bay on the ps5 that literally shipped with the unit shipped with the playstation 5 and just straight doesn't work it just doesn't you you have a now we're, this isn't even software now joe mm -hmm. it's hardware nice it's Put like one up one up I, oh god damn it <laughs> but you know what it was my work phone all right so i can't be blamed i don't care phone. no you um, you have to silence all phones like imagine i bought you just gave me a mouse speaking of work you just gave me a mouse and a keyboard at work right imagine you bought a mouse and keyboard combo right and it's got just one USB for both of them. One dongle for both mm -hmm. of them. But when they sold it to market, when you plug the USB in and you go to hook them both up, just the keyboard works for now. They have a firmware update coming in a couple of weeks to make sure that the mouse works. Like, mm -hmm. when you put it into that perspective, it's like, what the Christ? Like, you wouldn't do that. But right. for some reason, we've just become this community, this society that's like, well, the rest of it does such cool shit. That you guys just get a get out of jail free card for the, the well, day that doesn't work, you know? Well, I mean, to be fair though, it doesn't affect the actual overall performance or system itself. Okay. Yeah. So what you're trying to put out there with the whole joke about the wireless mouse and keyboard and only one part of it works. I mean, the essential functionality of it is that the mouse and keyboard are supposed to work out of the box. 
The essential functionality of the PlayStation 5 is that it's supposed to play video games out of the box, which it does. But you can operate now, a computer with just a keyboard. You could. No, you could. But I'm what I'm saying is that the creator of the wireless keyboard and mouse, which is what you're talking about, is basically selling you something that says out of the box, essential functionality. The essential functionality will work. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. There's a difference between essential yeah. functionality and just able to use it and turn it on. Mm, yeah. Um, so gotcha, yeah. you, you know, like, yes, having the expansion there on day one would have been nice. To have some hardware that would function on day one would be nice, but it wasn't essential to the overall grand scheme of the game. Now, with Xbox, as I'll bring up, they do have an expansion slot that did work on day one. You just had to pay to get the expansion card. So, Wait, actually, I didn't, I didn't even read up on that. How does that work? So basically, if you want to expand your Xbox Series X hard drive, mm -hmm. there's a secondary slot that you can put a specialty hard drive in. And that hard drive will expand your space. So you'll get two hard drives in the Xbox. Oh, that's now the like, reason, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, and the reason why they did that is because they did not want to denigrate performance. So people were bitching and complaining about it and saying, oh, you have to buy a $200 hard drive to expand your hard drive space, yada, yada, yada. Well, the reason why they're doing it is because, just like what you said with the M2 card, it's the same idea, right? It will run at the same speeds as the internal hard drive, mm -hmm. which means you're expanding storage without sacrificing speed, load times, etc., which is why they're doing it. So, yeah. so actually, wait, and I, I vaguely remember this with Microsoft now. Is it still mm -hmm. only very specific hard drives that are supported? Yeah, there's software? only, I believe Seagate is the only one that makes the hard drive that will go into it are right now. Are they changing that, that eventually? I don't know. I don't see why they would I don't do have the answer. Do I'm sure at some point they yeah. will have something. So most likely Seagate probably has like an exclusive right to maybe the first month. I mean, the first year or so. Mm -hmm. And then they'll have some more out there. So that's my guess. But okay. yeah, I just, I can't get on board with the fact of like, when you make something, make it work 100% like that. I don't think that that was know. necessarily the case with all this, you well, know? And I, I listen, and I say that understanding that I, you know, it's definitely a little bit overboard, but mm -hmm. I think what I'm getting at is the time that we're in is changing a lot. Mm -hmm. And when we look at 20 years ago when we released products, they worked mm -hmm. when you bought them, sure. unless there was, you know, there were 11 or whatever you want to call it. And um, now we're at a point where because this cloud thing that everybody talks about is a thing. People are like, well, everything's kind of just constant. Everything's just always on, always connected. The the IoT, the Internet of Things, like everything is just constantly together and on and connected. So do we really even need to worry about completing a project? Or can we just – and this is where beta came in, right? Now you see game betas. They're out for extended periods of time, which like Legends of Runeterra is a perfect example. That game was in beta for a year. If you asked me, the game was just released for a year. Like, I was just playing it for a year, right? It's like, So now they're just basically what's happening is people are involving the community in a giant playtest yeah, and a giant exactly. beta before things actually happen. So, I mean, well, I, I in get the, it. In games yeah. like that, too, but and especially in games like that, too, because that's, like, pretty much 
the crux of it is multiplayer. Mm -hmm. So what better than get as many people as possible to test your servers, put the, the onus on it, put the stress test together and see where it goes. So um, kudos to them and to other companies that do um, extended beta testing because, you know, it's needed to make a good product. And just to clarify, too, with the hard drive so people know. So the, the M2, which does not function, like Joe said, is meant to uh, allow for extra storage space that operates similar to the SSD. The external hard drive, although it supports the functionality with anything up to eight terabytes, by the way, that's the one uh, crux mm -hmm. right now. So that's not a big crux because no, not many not. people have an eight terabyte drive just yeah, lying exactly. around. Yeah, exactly. Most of them, like the most you will see is like four or something like that. So yep. um, basically, though, even you cannot play PS5 games off of the external hard drive because you can just store them. Yeah, you can store them. But it's because of like what Joe mentioned, the, the SSD, it's not able to actually operate as fast as it needs to. And that actually is a big impact to a PS5 game because they're designed to just operate at a faster rate, faster load time. So any yeah. of the next gen systems are like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but PS4 games, you're good. You can play it off the external hard drive. And yeah. honestly, same thing with the Xbox. Yeah. You can do that. The original, the, the, the Xbox. Um, and I think Sony. So Sony's smart too, because I know one of the big things when the systems released was people were thinking maybe Microsoft had an edge because it had a slightly larger storage. But at the end yeah. of the day, it was only a hundred and change gigs, I think. Yeah, and it was an 860 versus a one terabyte, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a very arbitrary number to me, 860 gigabytes. But at the end of the day, if, if you have external storage and that's going to be the future or you that's can two games, drive, though. It is, it is two games. Yeah, it could be three games even, um, depending on the size of the game. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it makes a difference. But I think no matter if you have 860 or over a gig, or, uh, sorry, over a terabyte, you're going to need extra storage. Like, a terabyte oh. for anybody who's a gamer is just not enough to, to – it's just not enough. It's never enough. Right. So, um, so, going on to our next topic, which is what spurred the question of the week partly. Obviously, um, Outriders had something to do with it as well. Um, why are looters so addictive? You want to kind of break that down a little bit? What, what, what you found this article, yep. um, where the creators of Diablo speak on why they believe loot games are so addictive, and obviously, them being the like pinnacle of loot games, you know, what was it that made them go, yeah, man. Yeah. I want to just keep grinding for that for that gold. So I actually I mentioned it earlier, and you can see at the top of this article too, Joe. Uh, mm -hmm. The gray, green, blue, purple, gold, mm -hmm. um, which is something that Diablo has has coined. So essentially, mm -hmm. what happened was they they had interviewed a Diablo rep on why, like, why is Diablo about the loot? Like, why do they make it about the mm -hmm. loot? And um, just some of the well i'll read you a couple snippets so you guys can get an idea of the interview and then we'll go from there um so you guys can get a sense of where their thoughts are at because i'm not going to be able to like voice it nearly as good as, as what they're just saying here so um one of the enduring elements so this is the guy asking the question nathan one of the enduring elements of what you designed throughout the whole industry at this point is the color coding system the way which we just talked about the way that you kind of graded items when in development did that come along and could you ever have foreseen it becoming this thing that everyone uses now? And the guy, Eric, spelled with a CH, by the way. You don't see that often. Uh, from, from Diablo, from creators of Diablo. 
we did differentiate from the very beginning between just a normal item and a magic item. And I think that's when we first did the green text, just giving it its own thing. And I think blue came in a little bit later. I think then we kind of retroactively added the gray for a crummy item, a trash item, so to speak. We just started iterating on that. It was like, well, what if we had even better things than blue? What if there was a gold letter item? The more of those kinds of things we added, the more people just love playing. We knew we were on the right track with that kind of stuff. Another thing was sound. Especially if you kind of got lucky, a ring would fall on the ground. Rings were, I remember that, man, I just got chills thinking about the ring hitting the ground. Rings were fairly rare in Diablo 1, which is true. Um, due to our bad old tech and figuring out what we were even doing. I love that. That's, that's honesty yeah. to a fault. Um, it was hard to even see the ring on the ground, but you'd hear it. So the sound kind of became emblematic of something cool has dropped. I've got to scour for it. Um, and then he talks about it leading to the identify scrolls and, and all this mm -hmm. other stuff. And when I think back to those games and, and like, yeah, like I even just reading that statement about the ring mm -hmm. that me thinking about that sound i can recreate that sound in my head right because i've heard it a trillion times and i get nothing but good nostalgic thoughts from my childhood sitting in front of some shitty old school tube computer that <laughs> running windows 95 or whatever playing diablo and actually was it out by then it'd probably be windows 98 i played diablo on um windows 98 playing diablo and just like when it's it's those triggers right it's so mm -hmm. it's like anything else that you're addictive to uh, that's addictive, right? Like, um, I don't want to use like a drug addict for an example, or or Jesus. like let's use let's use alcohol. Everybody can get on board with alcohol, right? Like everybody's probably drank at some point, and whether you're hopefully not an actual alcoholic, if you're if you're listening to this, um, listen, I've I've had some rough college years, I'm not gonna lie, but um, you know, if you've had a drink before, you understand the the whole idea behind like you know what it what it felt like while you were drinking you had fun right and when you think about that again you're like oh man maybe i could have some more fun if, if i had another drink it, that's at its basic level i know there's a lot more than that but mm -hmm. um so it's the same thing where you play diablo one and i feel like you look at those colors and you're like man i only ever got like like four gold items like i, I got those four mm -hmm. legendary items. so when diablo 2 comes out you're like man I want to get those four gold items again because, like, I felt really good when those finally dropped. And you get that one – this where you start getting into, like, science and psychology and stuff. <laughs> that one big rush of, like, serotonin and uh, mm -hmm. norepinephrine and epinephrine and stuff like that. And just from that one sound, just from the ring dropping, just from you using the identify scroll on the, on the item or whatever. And now when I'm thinking mm -hmm. back on it reading this article, I'm like, yeah, man. Like, that was fun. Well you know, it's kind of like a, a minor form of gambling, too, if you think about it, right? Because you're like, you're hoping for something to drop. And, and just like in gambling, there are percentage chances of what's going to happen. And obviously, the higher percentage chance of it happening, the less less good it is in some respect, right? So, you know, that legendary item... Especially if you're talking about a boss, right? And this is where grinding comes into play. If there's a boss that drops a legendary item, oh, let's say most that. of the time, a boss is legendary you item drop. It's like, <laughs> but in most cases, it's less than like three to four percent. 
You know what I mean? Like that's going to happen. So think about that. That means three to four times out of a hundred will this item drop if you fight this boss. So yeah. it's it's one of those things where when you're doing it too, you're doing it for the rush of trying to get that item, which is kind of what people do with gambling as well. They the rush of of, of having that success and, and hitting hard. Like to be honest with you, just to give you an example, like this is definitely gambling. Um, you know, it's a meme stock. It's a meme thing. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Right? And what's the new one that just happened? Well, I don't know, but uh, the what? Well, but this makes sense, right? I bought it at five cents. Okay. Yeah. I still own it. I have over two hundred shares. Yeah. At five cents, which is roughly just about twelve dollars, I think. <laughs> but that's a lot off of five cents, man. <laughs> it's at thirty. It's 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 currently, it's currently running at. Let's see. Hold on. I'm actually gonna pull it up live. And this is obviously on Friday. I'm I'm looking thirty seven cents. Okay. I bought it at five on average because I bought some at four cents and I bought some at six cents. So it averaged around five cents a share. So currently, as we speak, I have invested. Chainlink is the other one I'm thinking of. Chainlink is has been going up lately. I invested like. I have I I've I've made over sixty sixty nine dollars so far. I was on, waiting for you to be on, like sixty thousand, and then I was gonna ask on to go on vacation bucks. with you. <laughs> on twelve bucks. Yeah. No, yeah. no. I I kind of wish. <laughs> I kind of wish I did. But, Everybody, but that's the thing. In retrospect, you never know, right? right so, right, but, you don't. Know, like, if I were to put a thousand dollars of five cents in, yeah, I'd probably be like balling right now. Yeah, but, yeah, you'd be buying well, probably everybody. more baseball and football cards because you're addicted to that right now. So. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I love that you used gambling as an example, though. Um, but it's true. Well, you ready for your mind to get blown? Oh boy. Let's do it. I just I thought of this. I'm really proud of this thought because I, I think it's spot on. Personally, I'm probably an idiot, okay. but whatever. Yeah, well, um, we'll find. So I would argue that yes, well, I agree that it is like gambling. I'd argue it's a worse version of gambling. And here's why: What are you gambling when you play Diablo and you try to get those legendary items? What are you gambling? Like when you go to gamble, you use your money and you gamble. What time. are you using? Time. And what is the most valuable asset in life, Joe? It's time. time. So I would argue that that sort of gambling is, I don't want to say worse because that gives it like a negative connotation, but I would argue that is a much more important version of gambling, which is why you probably get that much more of a serotonin rush and like because you invested 10 hours oh. of your time grinding sure. to mm -hmm. get to this boss and you got that shiny gold legendary with the little ding where that drops mm -hmm. on the ground and you feel like the shit because you just accomplished something. That's a hell of a lot of cows to slaughter for sure. Uh, <laughs> cow level, baby. It exists. It exists. It for all you Rainbow like Zoomers out there Rainbow that don't know Bridge. what the hell that is, it exists. Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So with that being said, let's talk about Outriders real quick. So SJW and I went through the prologue and kind of played a little bit of the beginning. We were going to stream it on Friday night, but we're having some technical difficulties. So we're going to figure that out and maybe stream it over the weekend. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so far I am interested. You know, there's four different class types that look like, right? Four or five. 
Um, I decided to be a Technomancer, which is a, a support slash ranged. And uh, Doza has chosen to be a tank. So obviously that's just basically, you know, he pulls all the aggro uh, that's the, and I pick the him up. The Devastator, FYI. The Devastator is what he's called, yep. And then there's a Pyromancer. And what was the third one? Can't remember uh, third. there's Devastator, Pyromancer, Technomancer, Trickster. Trickster. And That's the trickster. The, the, the trickster is essentially like an assassin. Technomancer mm -hmm. is basically like a support or a priest. Uh, mm -hmm. Pyromancer is basically like a mage uh, mm -hmm. or arcane, and then Devastator is like a beater or a tank. So. Yeah, like a, like a knight or something. Yeah, like a paladin or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So far, I'm I'm like super interested in playing it a little bit more and trying it out and kind of going through the motions and seeing what the level of like character building there is because i think that's really what's oh, kind so of did you, did you not explore the menu yet not really oh, no i just oh my dude this is one of the reasons why i love it already yeah. um if you go to your skill tree yeah there is so you have your class mm -hmm. there's three subclasses okay that you go down like a long right, cool. skill tree to learn other uh stuff so you can right. be like an aggressive i could like me for example yeah. i can be an aggressive like beater tank where like i'm a brawler mm -hmm. or i can be like a tank tank and just be like a rock wall right, right. And just take as much damage as yep. you possibly can yep. yeah so there's there's a lot of different ways to build your characters and mm -hmm. thus far anyways and again keep in mind I mean, we've only played the prologue um, yeah, so maybe an basics. hour, hour yeah, and a half, hour, two hour. hours. But even in just like the first hour, yep. it's easiest way to put it. Destiny plus Diablo equals baby. And this is Outriders. <laughs> like, like it's okay. a looter shooter, which is, it's Destiny because it's a looter shooter. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it's Destiny using more of like a Gears, uh, Gears well, of yeah, War well, type I mean, that skill tree piece is a big deal because with Destiny, there wasn't really that there much. There wasn't as much, yeah. With that, so it was more about just getting the best gear the possible loot. and then choosing your class, which gave you certain abilities, but there wasn't a lot that you could do with that. It seems like with yeah. Outriders, you have more of an opportunity tree. to kind of build out a play style that's a little bit more... Mm -hmm. and, and when I say play style, I mean... Not because of the weapon I got, but because I also have these other side abilities that help along with my weapons. Well, that's that's where like the Diablo ness comes in, right? Yeah. Because when you start to look, you have these four buttons that you can press to use other abilities. Like, did you use mm -hmm. your first starting ability? Yep. What, what's mm -hmm. yours? Um, so I have like a grenade. Yeah. And then I got the um, I got a um, a turret as well. Okay, cool. So mine like. I press L1 and I slam the ground and like a mm -hmm. like an earthquake comes out in like a mm -hmm. cone shape in front of me. And like and it's stuff like that which Destiny really never had. Like Destiny had right. like your, your ultimate, right? Where you just like you pop off. Yep, yep. Um after you gain enough energy or whatever mm -hmm. the hell it was and then you go crazy. Um this I imagine I haven't even gotten to that point yet, so I imagine you have an ultimate in this that's every game mm -hmm. has that. But you have these abilities that have cooldowns just right. like diablo and the cooldown it's not it wasn't like this long cooldown either i could use it wait like 10 seconds and it was back up yeah well, um, what was your melee i'm not sure okay i'm not sure to be I I didn't, actually you know what people. i didn't even use my melee to be honest because i can freeze people with my melee what's your melee button it's uh you hit the r the right button the, oh yeah i didn't even use that you hit, yet. use this you hit this yep didn't even use it yet 
Um, yeah, so because what I was able to do was freeze them, and then you could just fi oh, fire on them. what mine would be, yeah. So I don't know if it's different for each person or not, but that's what mine was. And that's the Technomancer. The other thing I like, the, which, okay, I will say, one of the first things I noticed was you can't jump, which mm -hmm. is weird because whenever I... That was huge in Destiny. Well, it's because, like, whenever I get into a shooter, I just start mashing A because I feel like I should be jumping while I'm moving. Yeah, because I you only so jump halo. over things as you get to them. Yeah, yeah, you, like, hold the button and it does the action over it. Um, but what it does in lieu of that, I really wish they had both of these in there, but it, it has the cover system of Gears. Right, so Gears, right. So Gears coined this. They were the first ones to do it. Outriders does it great. I think they integrated it beautifully. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. I'm excited. The storyline... Mm. is impressive already and that doesn't surprise me because square enix made it and square enix is so good all about the story and we all, all know destiny's story was not exactly the first one was decent it's kind kind of downhill after that it's not the best story in the world for destiny so yeah it's i it's i it's i so what else is i is a rough house deals everybody like i said you know you sure can do the rough house deals without a segue like, you know, it's possible, well, you, right? Well, when you set them up like that, I mean, how can I not? So, uh, this week, uh, Watch Dogs Legion is on sale for $18 on Target's website. But you can also, um, actually, no, I should say it's on sale for $20 on Target's website right now. However, if you have the, tar the Target Circle account, you get 10% off which means that after the Target Circle offer, it's $17.99. And this is available for the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X, or you can buy it on the PlayStation 4 and get an upgrade to the PlayStation 5. But no matter what you do, you buy the game with the Target Circle, you get it for 18 bucks. If you don't have Target Circle, you're still getting it for 20. MSRP is still $59.99 on this game. So please make sure you're checking out Target. If you're interested in Watch Dogs and haven't gotten it yet, you can now get it at a wonderful price. Pick it up and become uh, part of the Legion. Yeah. Them sweet, sweet deals, baby. Um Alright. On to the game releases. Not a whole lot. It's like it, it really slowed down at the beginning of the year. Um it's only about maybe like less than ten every every single week now. So we got Don't Forget Me for uh, PC coming out April 20th here. This is a jazz punk adventure game. Um, it's, it's, it's a puzzle game as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like a visual novel according to what this is uh, saying here. And uh, you dive into the memories of your patients. Use your own observation to unwrap their minds and uncover a dark conspiracy set to claim dominion over humanity. It's a very like almost looks like futurama uh literally <laughs> so but that is going to be coming out on the 20th mask maker which is a vr game which is so weird too because we're talking about the vr training at work now so like i'm really starting to look into really? it more yeah dude, it's really good too wait um, what the training well, we'll talk about that yeah, we'll, we'll talk, yeah it's, it's really good um so because i've been trying to push that but oh it's getting pushed whether we like it or not, which I like it, so I'm down with it. Okay. <laughs> so I have um, some input on that. Mask Maker in an all-new mysterious universe built by the developers of uh, A Fisherman's Tale, award-winning apparently. I have not played that. 
Uh, you play as the Mask Maker's Apprentice and learn the magic of crafting masks to immerse yourself in the intriguing, enigmatic beings within the game. Um, so it's it's VR, and it's really, really out there. It's definitely a weird game. It, the mask kind of looks like Majora's Mask a little bit from Zelda, a little bit. Um, it's weird. You build masks. It looks more of like an artsy-type game. So uh, that comes out on the 20th. MLB The Show 21 <clears throat> comes out on everything on uh, the 20th. That's what I'm sure Joe's happy about. Including the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> World Splitter uh, for PC on the 21st here. So World Splitter is another puzzle game. It's a 2D puzzle game, and it's a platformer. Um, it's, I mean, it's just not much to say here. It's it's a side-scroller. It's 2D puzzle. You, you do, it's like, it's just another 2D platformer puzzle yeah, game. Just changes the, uh, the There's a from, lot of these. I don't understand... Uh, I don't understand why these are so popular all of a sudden. I see people always just making new ones, playing new ones. I guess, yeah, right. Um, I mean, I guess Mario did it right, so everybody's just gonna redo Mario, right? There is a there is a pretty cool thing happening in it where like it's splitting the screen in four different ways, and when it rotates, well, it that's changes the point. Things. Yeah, that's yeah. the point of it. That's kind of the the kicker there. Make it different. Buildings have feelings too for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch on the twenty second. Do they? Do buildings have feelings too, Joe? Well, from here it looks like they do. Um, city management puzzle game. Hmm. This is another weird looking thing. It is interesting though. It's a, it it's a odd graphics. Like all the people are like the little the little black um what are those called like silhouettes icons or like it's a, it's almost like if you if you googled people icon that's what would show up. And the buildings are running around with arms yeah. and legs. Um, yeah, which is interesting. And it's um, on systems, too. It's not just on the on the um, Steam. Yeah, it's Looks definitely like, one of the weirder games we've seen in a while. So that's April 22nd. Yeah. Orbital. Gamepad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, at least there's no, this is the... But then I play it. Like, I try it out if it's on Game Pass. This looks interesting. You know what? Actually, now that I think about it. I don't know it, if I buy it. But I don't know if I'd buy it. I don't. I don't. Uh, I would probably not buy that game. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I. I would. I. What I will say is, it's been quite some time, Joe, since we have had a half-naked anime girl on the cover <gasps> of a game. Do we have it? No. 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 Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just popped it in my head because I'm like, this is one of the weirdest games we've seen in a while. But then I. I thought I back to all your, those. I was waiting games. for your next game because <laughs> the next game looked like it would have been, and I'm like, oh my gosh, are we gonna be able to put another uh, gotcha uh, picture <laughs> up on our? Oh, man. Gotcha. Gotcha, Gasm. Um, Orbital Bullet is That's a... what I thought it was. I honestly... <laughs> I was like, this is it. Joe, your head's in the gutter, Joe. God no, damn it. No, I'm not. You brought it up, not me. This is a platformer with roguelite elements because everybody's all about them roguelite stuff lately. Um, oh, actually, oh, there was a game... I'll talk to you about it later. There was a game that we had talked about that was releasing that I saw a lot of people on my Twitter having good uh, good reviews on. Mm. Um, you fight your way through a bunch of procedurally generated planets and use body modifications. Actually, what's that game that I played uh, that was similar to this? Oh. Oh, my God. It's on Steam. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up. Oh. Um, it's, oh, um, God. You know you what can... I'm talking about. Yes, I do. It's, 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 you were able to get you were able to like kill people and then you got stuff from that and it turned you into something yep. else you got like different uh hold on yeah. it is it is it is it's on here 
It's on here. Rad. 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 rad that's this it, yep. literally looks exactly like Rad. It's just... Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot that. A little bit more 3D. Rad was actually a really good game. It was one of the first games I ever streamed on Twitch. It actually got viewers because it wasn't a whole lot of people playing it. Yep. Um, so, yep. There's that. And last... Or, no. Sorry. Two more. Judgment for PS5, Xbox Series X, and Stadia April 23rd. Thank God for that. And last but not least, Nier, Nier, however you want to uh, Nier, pronounce it. Nier. Ver, version, <clears throat> ver, replicant, version 1.22474487139. I don't know why that is all typed out like that. But PC, PS4, Xbox One on April 23rd. Trying to really immerse you in the experience of a version. So we really know what version it is no matter what, yeah. Right. And that's it. Well, one thing I can say is that this version of oh. the podcast is oh, over. Oh, again. Yeah, <laughs> version 4.19.20021. Is that a job? Can you actually just get a job as just a Segway guy? I don't know. I could probably do it. Really you could, you would be a really good Segway guy. Like, like Set it up. This, I will knock it down. Picture the LinkedIn. Profile. I will do that. Segway. So, exactly. So, <laughs> your job. So, guys, uh, please give us the five star review. Read us, review us. All the positivity will be great. Ring that bell and subscribe on YouTube. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you next week on another edition of Jimmy.